Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Real Positive Girl Podcast with me, Sabrina. This is the show that's going to help you become your best self. And today, we are talking about how to work on your emotional healing, you know, things that will help you outside of therapy. But before we jump into that, as always, I do want to remind you and invite you to come say hi to me on Instagram. I am at Sabrina Joy Peroso. I would love to hear from you. I love chatting with the people so far that have reached out and maybe like, you know, had some suggestions about what I should talk about. Also just want to say hi and create that relationship online. Again, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, prayer requests, feedback, topics, suggestions, or again, just to chit chat and say hi, I would love to hear from you. You can also do that at my email address, which is realpositivegirlpodcast at gmail.com. If you prefer email to Instagram, no worries. Um, But yes, I look forward to hearing from you then. But again, today we are talking about how to work on your emotional healing things that help outside of therapy. So I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure that I mentioned how amazing going to therapy is in every single episode. (laughs) Maybe not every single one, but I feel like the majority of them, like if someone has actually listened to a lot of my episodes, they could probably be like, yep, you do. You mention it, whether it's at the top, the middle, or the end of the episode. I am a, you know, big, big fan of therapy. Whether you are dealing with like really big struggles, you're going through some of the hardest times in your life, or if you just have like minor stress and anxiety, like you don't have to be going through something that is like so terrible, life or death, like hanging on by a thread. No, you don't need to have big problems to go to therapy. Like you really don't. If you are just confused on what path you should take next, like go to therapy, um, I think it's amazing. I think everyone should go. I know that it just seems like this place for people to go if you're having a hard time, if you're struggling, but you don't need to be like, you know, hardcore struggling to go to therapy. So anyway, again, I do feel like I mentioned it every episode, but I just, of course I had to advocate for it again. But, you know, we can't always be in therapy, like all the time. You know, even if you go often like I do, I go weekly. I do know some people that go like two or three times a week, depending on what they're going through in their life. Totally great. Um, there, But like, you know, regardless of how often you're going, there are still times that you will be out here in the world, you know, as we all are, on our own, you know, needing to take our own actions to work on our emotional health and healing. Like we have to step in and do some of the work. We have to do our due diligence. We have to, you know, really get involved, get our hands dirty. And that might sound like something you definitely don't want to be a part of. You're like, wait, listen, I pay someone else to do that. Uh, But just having them do that is not going to solve all of your problems. You know, even since like they're facilitating and asking questions and, you know, leading you to a, a train of thought that will help you navigate in your mind and in your heart, like what needs to change or what you need to do. Um, a lot of that stuff we can do outside of therapy. So again, I love therapy. I think everyone should go, but I think that there's additional work that we can do outside of it that will definitely benefit those sessions. Or even if you don't go to therapy, this is a great way for you to help and heal yourself until you are able to go or just in the meantime for like, for whatever reason, that's totally fine. Um, but maybe you don't know how to do that, right? Maybe you don't know how to go about starting that emotional healing. I'm sure everyone's like, okay, uh, not everyone, but I'm sure there's some people like, Sabrina, like, 
listen, sounds great. I don't know how to do that. Um, And, you know, I totally get it because it can be confusing and overwhelming to figure out what will actually contribute to your healing. Like what will, like what will really help, right? Um, and what will just make you more stressed because it's too much. Sometimes we can just jump into a care plan, whether it's from like a doctor for something else or a plan for like losing weight or exercising or going about whatever we're doing. And it just seems overwhelming and stressful. And it's like, how was this supposed to help me when it's just really adding something on because creating more more pain, you know, more suffering is not the goal here, obviously. So the purpose of emotional healing actually is to, you know, learn how to cope better with what you're going through, uh, respond rather than react in a situation, um, and, you know, honor your emotions, which is something I talk about all the time, honoring them, accepting them, understanding that they have a right to be there inside of you, have your right to express them. Um, but also like learning how to express yourself better in a better way that again, includes responding, not reacting and doing something to express your feelings that will benefit you and everyone else in the best way. Um, and so it's important, right? It's super important to learn how to do all of those things if you don't already know how or to, you know, get like a refresher on that. And, you know, before we jump into like the tips that I have for you, I want you to know that if maybe if you're not sure whether or not you're struggling emotionally, here are some examples for you. I'm just going to give you like five quick examples because maybe you're like, well, you know, I do have some stress, but I don't know if I'm really struggling. I don't know if it's something that I should really like keep an eye on, if it's something that I should be concerned about or be asking someone for help. Like here's just a quick list of examples. So the first one would be like mood swings often. Like I know that some of us will have mood swings here and there, but if you find that it's picking up or someone's been telling you like, hey, you've been more moody than normal, you might consider that as like an increase in your moods and swinging here and there and maybe like, oh, wow, maybe I am struggling emotionally. Uh, holding on to grudges, you know, not wanting to forgive others, really holding tight to that pain for some reason. Uh, lack of social communication, you know, if you just don't want to talk to anyone like ever at all and uh, you're not getting back to people and you're just kind of like putting up a barrier, pushing people back, even if they are trying to talk to you first. Uh, overwhelming feelings of shame and guilt, uh, especially when you know deep in your heart that you should not be feeling or you do not, like it doesn't feel right for you to feel shameful or guilty about whatever had happened or what someone is trying to place on you, you know, project onto you. Um, or if you did do something and you're having a hard time really dealing with it and letting that shame and guilt like eat you up. Um, and then the last example is overreacting and allowing emotional triggers to control you, you know, and emotional triggers, you know, things like, uh, if it's someone that you interact with, or if it's, you know, being, um, controlled, picked apart, um, all kinds of things like talking about, um, in regards to emotional triggers. And if you're overreacting to even the most smallest situations and allowing these triggers to just take over you and control you and not like really figuring out how to, rein it in, then it does sound like you are going through some emotional struggles and you might want to 
you know, work on healing those things and um, making it a lot easier because if you're able to tackle your emotions and not necessarily like overcome these things, but really get them uh, under your own control and your own understanding and not let them tell you what to do, but you will um, acknowledge them, but then decide how you should move forward, it, your life will just be better. You'll be happier. You'll feel less stress. Um, it's And you're able to focus more on things that you want to do and you desire to do and that are actually more important, even the people in your life, rather than continuing to have to wrestle with these feelings and not knowing how you should feel whenever, right? Um, but before we get into the list again, I know I just said that because of the examples. Um, unfortunately, practicing any tips for healing, like the ones I'm going to give you, the ones that you could easily look up online or get from a professional, uh, practicing any tips for healing may not bring you back to where you were, like without the pain and struggle, bring you back to like, you know, 100 or zero, however you want to think about it. Um, you can get pretty close, I believe, but each person's journey will be different with like different outcomes and different difficulties getting there. But know that it's not all for nothing because you might like hear that because I'm here to be honest with you, right? And open and straightforward. And I don't want you to think that just by practicing these things or anything else that you find online or from a professional will make everything go away and just wash it clean. No, it's it'll help. And maybe you'll get to that point where it feels like you're at the beginning again prior to all of this stuff happening to you or whatever is going on with you. Um, but I don't want you to think that that is like what is going to happen. It's not a magic like cure for the pain and the stress and the struggle that you're dealing with. Um, but it's not all for nothing. So, you know, these things we have gone through, you know, to cause this pain and struggle make us stronger, smarter, more capable and more stable, you know, despite what may be happening to us around us. And I know that sounds kind of cheesy, but it's true. All of those things are true. And by working on becoming more whole, working on your emotional health um, and healing emotionally, your strengths and the smarts and the capabilities and the stability just increase and become more and are just expanding inside of you. So I want you to know that because, yes, you might not be the person that you used to be um, ever again, but you'll still be better for everything has happened and for you working to be the best person you can now in this season of life because every season of life is different we can't expect to be the same person from you know day one to day whatever whatever like years years and years later so okay so today I want to share with you seven ways you can work on your emotional healing outside of therapy and again as always this is not a conclusive list you are welcome to go on Google and, you know, just type in like emotional healing and it'll give you more examples and things for you to reference and understand. But I'm just giving you a, a, a short list of things that I think were super helpful that I came up with and can kind of like get you started and get you going because that's the point. Uh, so again, seven. The first one is be yourself more. <laughs> If you struggle with not understanding like who you are even right now, believe me, I've had this conversation with my therapist like for weeks on end now because I am, 
you know, like I've learned how to take off the mask of pretending to be someone because I lived so long being a people pleaser and a perfectionist. However, still trying to figure out exactly who I am after having taken off this mask that I've been wearing for so many years. So if you're in the same boat and you're like, okay, well, great, great tip, Sabrina, be yourself more. I don't know who I am. Then just continue to work on figuring out who you are and continuing to lean into like who that feels like you should be, you know, like some examples of like being yourself more would be like asking for what you want like what you actually want, not for someone else, but for you, you know, setting personal boundaries. So super important, standing up for your own values, beliefs, opinions, and really sticking by those and not allowing other people to tear you down because yours is different from theirs. And they expect you to be the same because they don't want any sort of negativity or difference because it's hard for people to deal with someone not agreeing with them. Um, even though that's not what constitutes like, you know, togetherness or community, honestly, it's so great that we all think differently. So anyway, I encourage you be yourself more. That will definitely play a part in your emotional healing for sure. The second one is to take more rest, you know, take a break. If you are overwhelmed or stressed and you know some things that are contributing to that. And if you are able to figure out how to take a rest and actually figure it out, like, you know, how you'll be like, well, why don't you just take a break? And they're like, oh, I can't take a break. But I want you to actually figure out how can you take a break? Can you take like a half day at work? Can you find someone to cover your shift? Can you um, save money on a couple of things so that you can take a day off if you don't have vacation and take one a day off without pay just to like chill, just to like you know, reamp yourself just to kind of reset and come back again so that you are able to come back stronger and more capable, right? So take more rest. And maybe it's taking rest in the things that you even love to do because you just need a a break to feel refreshed. So maybe it's not necessarily work. Maybe it's like, you know, hobbies and things that you do outside of work. Maybe it's even having someone come in and help you like watch your kids or clean your home, or something like that, because you just need a rest. You're taking on too much. You're doing too much. Um, the stress is continuing to mount higher and higher, and nothing is changing. So I encourage you to take a rest, because that'll just give your mind and your emotions a break of not having to deal with so many things, and you can come to some conclusions on what needs to change, what could make life better, and how it feels to be less stressed and be driven to continue to have that kind of life with less of the emotional stress and struggle. Number three is to be honest about how you're feeling. It's so important honoring your feelings. I talk about it all the time, which means that you are accepting the fact that you are having whatever feeling that you're having. It doesn't mean that you need to react on it. It just means that you're like, I am angry right now, or I am sad, or I'm disappointed, or I'm jealous even, right? You're like, this is how I'm feeling okay, what do we need to do about it? Or why am I feeling that way? Did something trigger it? Um, Is this a conversation I need to take deeper? Like, why am I jealous of them? What has caused me to feel jealous of them? Am I working towards anything in my life to no longer feel that jealousy because it's based on like what they have or what they do or how they live their life? And how is that, you know, I'm reflecting that poorly on myself because I think that they're better than me and I want that. But why do I want that? Like, what, what am I dissatisfied with in my own life? And really just, you know, kind of like digging deeper into those conversations. But yeah, so honoring your feelings, you know, don't hide your feelings. 
Don't decide to feel another way because someone won't accept your true feelings. I went through that a lot where I would be like, oh, I, I'm, I'm upset about this or I feel whatever way. And they're like, oh, no, you don't. Or how could you, right? Or why do you feel that way? And me interpreting that as an attack and being like, oh, I don't know. You know, maybe I'm, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I don't feel that way. And they're like, yeah, you know, and then you just decide to side with however they feel because it kind of keeps the peace and there's no opposing sides. It makes it easier, right? Especially if you're a people pleaser, it just makes it easier, but you need to be brave and be like, no, this is how I'm feeling. And they're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you felt that way. Well, I do. I feel differently than you do. And that's okay. And I accept that. And we can still be friends. And we can still like be together or do things together or work together or whatever. And it's going to be okay. But I encourage you, like, really by being honest about how you're feeling, you know, especially if it's going to make a difference on whatever the outcome is, especially if it's like evolving problem solving between you and someone else, you have to be honest or else you're probably not going to get the outcome that you want, right? And then you don't want to be passive aggressive later about like, well, you know, I did feel this way, but I decided not to feel this way because, you know, I don't want to hurt you. And then you're like manipulating them and making them feel bad when you could have just been like, no, I'm upset or this angers me, right? Just right from the start. So be honest about how you're feeling. You don't need to be ashamed of having whatever feelings you're having. You need to honor those feelings and understand that they you are allowed to have those feelings. <laughs> you have the right to have those feelings. You should have those feelings. And then you can figure out why you have those feelings later. But it's okay that you have them. And it's good that you have them. So be honest about how you're feeling. Number four, move on from past events, experiences. Every, I would say, couple months, I like to deep dive in whether it's here on Instagram about how we should no longer allow the past to dictate who we are today or hold us back from doing something new and different and outside the box or anything at all because I feel like we so often do this. We so often think that because we are a failure or made mistakes in something else, we can't try something new or we can't try it again or we won't be able to succeed or we think that we've come from like a checkered past or, you know, terrible trauma and experiences that we will never amount to this, that, or the other, right? You know, I'll, I I don't think I ever believed that in terms of like what I could do in life. I definitely believed that in terms of who would accept me, who would love me, who would not be turned off by the idea that I went through a lot of like emotional pain and trauma and abuse um, and I'm still dealing with it years, 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 years later, right? Uh, it made me really insecure. It made me latch on to people when they expressed interest way too soon, right? Um, but luckily, praise God, I have found an amazing man that I'm meant to be with and He's great and he accepts me for who I am and helps me and has helped me so many times when I've had emotional breakdowns. But I, you know, I made some mistakes before I got to him and, you know, that happens. And it's because I allowed the past to get in the way. 
And I know that we're going to do that from time to time. Like you don't need to feel bad or shameful about that, but it's important to remember that those things don't define you and they don't need to dictate what you can or cannot do and who you can or cannot be. So it's important that if you are able to move on, and I'm not saying forget, I'm just saying move on. Like no, don't continue to carry around that emotional baggage from the past. You will open up some freedom in your emotional health because you're not allowing those things to control you or get in the way any longer. Um, So as I always say, mistakes and failures, great learning lessons, but what you need to do from those experiences that are soon in the past, evaluate what you need to learn from that situation, take that part with you, and then move forward. You don't need to continue to relive what happened. That is not going to help you in the future. Take the learning lesson with you and move forward. Okay, number five, focus on developing positive habits. This is very straightforward. You know, having positive habits like eating well, exercising, meditating, um, engaging in a hobby, reading books, all of these things, they're positive habits. Uh, Hygiene, self, like skincare, whatever staying organized, um, sleeping well, you know, having a good sleep hygiene. These are all positive habits. And by developing more positive habits in your life, you will be able to manage uh, your emotional health a lot better because you have all of these positive things happening and it feels a lot easier because you're already lowering stress by having more positive habits or having positive habits take over negative ones. So let's say that you like smoke and you replace that, you you engage in more of a positive habit by doing something else instead of smoking when you're stressed or however you're feeling. You know, you take over that negative one. Um, another, you know, if you're if you hurt yourself, which I'm very familiar with, um, you decide to have a different um you know, habit to take place in that. For me, it's usually like running or working out or whatever. And you're just replacing it with more positive habits. And the, and the more positive habits that you have, especially things that are, you know, um, helping with your, your, your overall health of like working out and eating right and sleeping well and practicing, you know, mindfulness habits, it becomes a lot easier for you to deal with any stress that will come. And I'm not saying like might come, like will come. We will always continue to endure stress, but hopefully uh, by practicing emotional healing, we'll be able to deal with it better and it won't seem so much, (laughs) really, so stressful and uh, won't take over our whole brain when we're trying to get through those times. So yeah, focus on developing positive habits because it'll continue to increase even more positivity in your life as time goes on. And it'll be a habit to lean more to the positive than it will be to the negative. Number six, which also applies to number five, positive habits. Number six is discover better coping mechanisms. So when we are going through stress and we are going through pain and we are living in that struggle and we don't know what to do, and a lot of times coping mechanisms could be hurting yourself, um, you know, going and maybe engaging in behavior that is not positive, like with someone of the, you know, uh, like with a partner, um, and really disrespecting your body, 
Um, another coping mechanism could be just like, you know, shutting yourself off from everyone and not allowing people to, you know, connect with you and help you um, by over like indulging in something that's not going to be healthy for you, like sweets or eating like lots of fatty foods uh, that are not good for you. If that is something that's important to you, like, believe me, I, you know, I had a burrito for dinner. <laughs> like I had like a, just a fast food burrito for dinner. So I'm not saying that you can't ever eat those things. I'm just saying if that's important to you and you know that by doing that, that is going to be something that is hurtful to whatever your goals and desires are. So if you're engaging in like negative behaviors, you need to find better coping mechanisms. Like if stress arises, you're not going to just go and cut yourself or you're not going to just go and smoke cigarettes or do drugs or go sleep with the first person that you can find because you're trying to fill that void and um, distract yourself from that pain. No, instead, instead, or try to go bully someone else. That's terrible. Like don't do that either. That's terrible because you're just projecting your pain onto someone else. Instead, a coping mechanism that could be really helpful would be like asking for help, you know, reaching out to someone that you trust to talk to them about or asking them for help if you do need physical help with something. Um, taking breaks from stressful situations if you are able to, like even if that is from like a person that's causing you stress, if you're able to find a way to take a break from that, do that. Uh, connect with a positive community. So if you're able to get yourself to be around people that have more of a positive impact on you and support you and want to be there for you, do that. That's a better way to cope. Uh, practice mindful resets. Something I used to talk about at the top of every episode, but I wasn't sure if it was helpful or not was the five minute reset. And it's just where you like in the middle of the day or at the top of the day at the end, it doesn't really matter. You just take five minutes to be by yourself and you allow yourself to not think about whatever is stressing you out. And you decide from that moment on that you are just going to draw a line in the sand and decide, okay, all this crap may have happened, but I am just going to start fresh and new. And you're going to come up with five things that you are grateful for. And you are going to just allow your mind to be calm for five minutes and just like have a reset and not allow that whatever has happened that day, any of that baggage to continue to roll over, you're just going to move forward. Clean slate. And I think that having that kind of mindful reset can really just change your day and make it so, 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 so much better. Especially if, and that's such a great coping mechanism to use at like work or like even with your kids, you're like, listen, five minute break. Um, And just like start new. So you don't feel like you're carrying so much around. You're not so burdened with whatever's going on. Um, And another one is become distracted. So if you find that those things like really focusing in on something that's more positive is not helping you stop from engaging in a negative coping mechanism, become distracted, play a video game, go for a run or go work out, talk to a friend, get on TikTok. (laughs) That's hopefully it's a positive side of TikTok. Um, You know, read a book, listen to music, find a distraction that'll help you not focus so hardly into the negative part of what you're currently experiencing and going through and being able to, you know, move forward and not let it take complete control of you and your mood and your attitude and how you're going to feel for the rest of the day. So discover better coping mechanisms. Number seven and the final one that I will share with you is for how to work on your emotional healing 
is allow yourself to change. I think I need to do like a whole episode on this. Like I really mean it. Like it's, it's important. And I feel like it's not necessarily some everyone talks about. Well, everyone talks about like growth and change in that way. And like change in a way of growing and becoming more of who you are or a better version, right? Allowing yourself to change the way that I'm thinking about it is not like don't lock yourself in a box, right? Stay fluid, stay flexible. If you at like 22 decide to have a certain value and belief in something, but then you realize not because of like peer pressure or people pleasing, you realize that that it's not really in your best interest or it doesn't really align with the values that you have now and what you've experienced and what you know and the research you've done and whatever, you allow yourself to change. You don't have to be the same person forever, right? Because maybe you felt a certain way about something that has happened and you have this like stance about it, but the more research you do and understanding that you get, you change your mind. You're, oh, you're, it's fine to change. People think that they have to latch on to the first thing that they learn and they've been taught or they've been told is true. And, and then they just accept it and believe it and are like, okay, well, this is just what I know. But with growth, we need to take the time to really question ourselves and be like, why do I believe that? Is that true? Do I have to believe that? Is that what really aligns with my values and beliefs? And challenge yourself to be flexible and fluid and change if you need to. Allow yourself to change. Allow yourself to, you know, be okay with changing careers to something totally, totally random, right? Allow yourself to decide that you want to do something different with your life and move far away. You want to do a different adventure. You want to make money a different way than your family does. You want to um, have a dramatic change after your kids go away. Like, or like move out, you know, that's what I mean. That's even something I've been considering for the longest time. My husband's like, I want to move somewhere else after. And I'm like, no, I can't move because I have connections here and blah, blah, blah. And then I'm realizing, no, I mean, I can still have those connections. And if I don't, then I don't like, it's just a different season of life. And I'm looking forward to having that adventure in like four and a half years when our kid graduates and goes on to do whatever she wants to do. She can come with us or she can go do what she wants to do and we're going to go do what we want to do. And I'm allowing myself to change. I'm allowing myself to be like, okay, well, let's try something new or let's be different or, okay, I, you know what, I, I no longer believe that anymore. And, and I'm going to change and be different. And sometimes people find that as scary because it's, it's more comforting to stay with what you know and what you've been told and what you know to be true, but other things can be true right? And I'm not saying you need to like, you know, um, have an existential crisis about like, wow, is it, are the things that I believe true? It's just really open your mind to understand that you can see things in a different perspective in a different way. And that could cause you to change, or it could just cause you to, you know, double down in what you already know and believe just depends, but allow yourself to change, have change, be changed in case it does happen. And so you're not just locking yourself down for life. Um, but that's all I have for you guys today in regards to how to work on your emotional healing. 
So thank you so much for listening to the Real Positive Girl podcast again with me, Sabrina. I look forward to hearing from you guys. Again, please come visit me at my Instagram, at Sabrina Joy Perozo. Um, Also, you can send me an email to realpositivegirlpodcast at gmail.com. And if you need help spelling any of that stuff, it's in the show notes below. Also, I forgot to say this at the top of the show, but my website is back up and running. It hasn't been running for like months because I had switched and done all this work and I finally got it back up and running. So if you want to listen to two episodes on the website, you can. There's like there's like a quick page you just go to and you could scroll down and listen to all of them. I'm also going to be starting a newsletter. So if you're interested in that, you can sign up for the newsletter now and that will be going out um, probably the middle of next month. And I'm just trying to get people on the list right now. So if you're interested in getting a newsletter from me once weekly, just quick and dirty about something interesting about mental health and emotional health, sign up for that. And you can always like send me a question or a comment on the website too if you don't want to have to go through your email or whatever because that will just email it straight to me. So anyway, that is the update. Um, But again, thank you so much for listening, sharing, downloading the show. I appreciate all of you and I look forward to hearing from you soon. So until next time, have a good one and I'll see you next time. Bye guys.